this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Lights the night has begun to show Love is the one Ashley Paul, welcome to Music Stories and thank you so much for talking to me from uh, Palm Beach County in Florida, USA. Is that right? That's right. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And you're a brilliant singer. Um, I've had a listen to some of your stuff. You've got a new single out. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, what led you to this point? Because um, the point of music stories is to inspire other musicians, you know, trying to make it in the showbiz and music industry and so on. And uh, the stories that uh, people like you have got are very valuable to those people, you know, to to inspire them and to think, well, you know, it is all possible. <laughs> How did it happen for you when you were, uh, you know, uh, younger? How did you get into the music industry? Well, I one thing I will say to to all the musicians out there, I will start by saying, never give up. Right. That, that is my motto. I just want to put that out there. That is so important. Yeah. When you think you're when you think you're about to throw in the towel, that is when you focus harder. And you just, you, you never give up on that dream. Okay. That being said, <laughs> I actually started as a little girl. I was a piano player when I was four and five years old, but I played by ear and my piano teacher hated me <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I refused to follow the rules of sheet music. Mm. Um, and then I discovered that I really loved singing in front of an audience more than anything. Uh, I love that connection, giving that passion, that emotion, um, seeing other people receive it and feel something from what I was giving. It was just incredible to me. And I love live performance. So um, I started doing musical theater and I just, you know, tried out for anything that was available. Any, you know, off, off Broadway, off Broadway, Broadway, cabaret, reading, performing in front of a, of a apartment building, you know, you, <laughs> you name it, it doesn't matter. You, you can, um, I can pay you. I would pay you to let me perform. You know, you don't have to pay me anything. Now, I, I ask people this question. Uh, did you, like many before you, practice singing with a hairbrush in the mirror in the bathroom? A reel on my Instagram that nobody has seen. So during during quarantine, I have a couple of very you know rock out freestyle um, performances of Melissa Manchester and um, gosh, I forgot the other singer. Um, um, in the mirror with my pink hairbrush. Okay, so. It has midnight, to be. It has okay, to be midnight. Midnight blue. That's what I'm singing. All right. <laughs> With a, it has to be a pink hairbrush as well, doesn't it? I think. 
That's awesome. Okay, yeah. I, had, I had to ask. Sorry about that. If I've embarrassed you, no, it's it's so it's not embarrassing at all. I I love it. So um, yeah, and so anyway, so from musical theater, I grew up in New York City. So you know, New York City was like just one big stage for me. You mm. know, because there's there's so many places to perform and, and mm. so many genres, whatnot. And so um, yeah, so then after I did, you know, some um, theater. And cabaret, I just, I had a, oh, I had a Christmas record out when I was 13 called Santa Claus, Dear Santa Claus. And I did a little country tour with that. And nobody, I don't think anybody really heard it, but <laughs> wow. it's, it's a kind of a cute song, but it started getting me into this feeling that I really preferred freestyle singing to musical theater. And it was all a work in progress. You know, it was sort of took me a while to get to that next step. And I feel like. Um, when I was probably doing cabaret, I ran into, um, or somebody heard me at a cabaret show after years and years of, of working. I mean, we're talking about, I was singing on stage when I was seven years old wow. in variety shows, you know, Amazing. seven years old in red satin pants singing <laughs> on the radio by Donna Summer. Okay. Yeah. In a, in a, in like some kind of a disco variety show that I'd gotten and was touring like the Southeast with um and the only kid in the show so anyway um i always love freestyle singing so uh i'm trying to think so okay so then i met this producer joel diamond who he said you know we got to get into the studio and 17 you know i was like yeah let's go and he showed me a bunch of songs that we listened to and i hadn't been writing music yet so um we recorded when boys cry and it just People loved it. People mm. loved the message. You know, the writers, um, you know, Victoria Shaw and Peggy Stanziali, they are amazing. And the song was very heartfelt about finding your emotions and, you know, not hiding them and letting things out. And, and you know, a lot of the communities identified with that, you know. Um, mm. And this was 1987, I believe, wasn't it? 1987? Right. Yeah. Yeah, 1987. Mm. And um, it was just, you know, we just, I was very blessed. And after that, we had a song out. The B-side did pretty well. And then I just was touring a lot, doing a lot of gigs, live performances of the song. And um, then from there, I decided, oh, I had two more songs after that in Europe, Color Me Yours and Take Back, Don't Take Back Your Love. And then things got a little quiet, as they can, right? Mm -hmm. So good lesson, good, good lesson learned since we're talking about lessons today. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, that's when one might give up. And that was when I decided, you know what? I play piano by ear. I hear notes in my head and I write poetry. I'm just going to put it together and start writing my own music. And that's what I did. So at that point, I was like, if I write my own music, I can always go anywhere Mm. and perform it and I don't have to wait for somebody else to hand me music mm. you know it, it, it's kind of an empowering feeling so more you know? more freedom for you obviously more freedom yeah. you know yeah and it made me feel amazing and so then I started to do that and that was that that last stage where which has kind of led me to where I am now I just started writing and performing and trying to perfect my craft as a songwriter and then I became a collaborative songwriter, which I actually like even better because mm. three heads are better than one. Yeah, I was going to say, I, is that better? Yeah. I love the community feeling. 
Mm. I love being around other artists. I think we all influence each other. Mm. You know, um, everyone brings their own special brand of magic. Mm. So when we wrote this song, Come and Get Me, I wrote it with, um, first I had thought of a hook in the shower. <laughs> That's another thing. Sometimes I'll write a hook in the shower. <laughs> uh, then that was probably with a sponge rather than a hairbrush. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, and, I, and, and, and then I collaborated a little bit of a story, and we wrote it with um, Jackie's boy, who writes with Flo Rider and Madonna, and also um, Gemini Music, who writes with Post Malone and, and Justin Bieber and produces with them as well, and, and Jason Dalman. And we all sort of came together, and we all put our own little magic into it. And then we went into the studio, and it just was like, oh, my God, this – this is so exciting, you know. There's there's nothing like mm. seeing something that you start like this, mm. build and build and build with with all the love mm. of, of other people's, you know, mm. magic. Okay, let's talk about them. They're like their own special brand of rock star. Okay. Well, I was so going to have- I was going to ask you about the the remixes because there's several, isn't there? There's five or six or so uh, mixes of uh, your single "Come and Get Me." And, yeah. So we- uh, yeah. Why why have you done so many? Well, it was just there was something about this song. Like first we went to Until Dawn, and. Um, Sorry about my, my Zoom thing here. First, we went to Uncle Don, and they did their own brand of magic, right? And then we were like, can you, can you, Sorry, can you just say that again? Because uh, you, when you moved the iPad, it made a bang on the recording. I'm sorry. So, that's okay. I'm sorry. So um, I'll ask you the question again. You, you've done several um, versions, several mixes of Come and Get Me. Why did you do so many versions? We just wanted to hear different remixers version of their own magic and these guys are all rock stars in in, in what they do mm. and it it just kind of like the whole project just kind of like exploded into this <laughs> you know incredible orchestra of artists which which to me is makes it even more meaningful yeah you know? so they all had but, their own their own influenced version yeah on the remixes they also. all have their own influence and, and so until dawn they're incredible they make everything amazing and then um, Ogazumu from France. He he's very artistic, and he gives such a special um, new disco uh, feel to it. That he's yeah he's he's another brilliant guy. And um, then Ray Rhodes remixed it. He's a producer out in Los Angeles, and um, he's also a brilliant remixer. His is a very club friendly kind of get on the dance floor kind of remix and then we got sean finn who i don't know if you've heard that mix yet but um we we haven't put that one out yet but it was just kind of crazy so boys cry in december got on the swiss dance charts because we were we had remixed that and put that out and the the remix and so sean finn was like number one on the swiss charts with the song and i was number two 
on the Swiss charts for like a, a couple of weeks. And I was like, I was saying, oh my God, who is that guy? You know, mm. I heard some of his stuff. I said, maybe he wants to remix the song. <laughs> and, <laughs> just was like, and we called him and he was like really interested. And, and it was like, oh yeah, I like Ashley's music and I like your music and excuse me. And so, um, yeah, it was, so he got involved and it's just been like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's been like a community. You know, a community of one song. <laughs> I can definitely hear the Madonna influence on Come and Get Me. You know, it's a, it's a brilliant dance oh, track. You. Yeah, I can hear the Madonna thank influence. Uh, uh, very well mixed. So you're in with the right people, aren't you, really? Everybody is so talented. And you know what's interesting? When we first laid the dance track down, before we put, we added the lyrics or the melody or anything and went to the studio, we were just doing the dance track. I, I felt like it was like a 007 film <laughs> kind of, you know, like the intrigue yeah. and the excitement and mystery that it's just, it started like that. And it's so interesting when you layer things on top of that, because I had, I had heard a lot of brass in my mind for the song. I wanted a lot of brass, but then you layer so much over it. It just takes on a life form of its own. But mm. initially I was thinking it was, it was like, you know, double, I, I kept thinking of 007 in the very beginning. Mm. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, your single Come and Get Me is out and available uh, right now. It's brilliant. I've listened to it and several of the mix remixes as well, and they're all brilliant as well. So there's plenty to choose from. Uh, what, have you, what have you got lined up for the future? Uh, more touring, uh, more, more uh, singles, more albums? What have you um, got? Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm doing some live dates in Los Angeles in the beginning of March, and mm. then um, right now we're planning a bunch of live dates in the UK for oh. the end of March, early April, and then hopefully some festivals, some pride festivals and some regular festivals um, when they come out in um, okay. also in the UK, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. And That's that'll be phenomenal. And I love, you know, like I told you, I love like live performance. So for me, that that's, that's, amazing you must have spent and most of your life uh, either on stage or traveling between stages yes <laughs> and it's it's wonderful i mean s sitting still not performing or writing mm. nah not good <laughs> you know look at how busy you are <laughs> i know yeah it's best to be busy it's good to be busy Ashley, thank yeah. you so much for talking to me on Music Stories. It's been very uh, inspirational, which is exactly what I was after. Thank you very, very much. And your advice <laughs> about not giving up is, is spot on as well. Thank you very much, people who enjoy listening to this on Music Stories. Thank you so much for having me. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.